Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The top thrill dragster at Cedar Point, it's something of legend here in the Midwest. And that's for good reason. That first time you got on it and did that launch, I mean, there's truly nothing like that. It's an insane experience that you really can't get anywhere. And people will always remember that. But now, the ride is no more. What brought down the towering coaster that watched over Lake Erie? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. For over 100 years, Michiganders have been traveling to Ohio for the thrills of a lifetime. A trip to Sandusky means a trip to Cedar Point, one of the world's greatest amusement parks. Over a dozen roller coasters make up Cedar Point's 72 attractions that easily draws about 3 million visitors to the park annually. The amusement park, it had a thing for breaking records, like with the top thrill dragster that opened in 2003. It was the tallest and fastest coaster in the world at the time. It only took four seconds to reach 120 miles an hour. When it opened, obviously, there was nothing quite like it in terms of sheer size. There was a prototype ride of sorts at Knott's Berry Farm that was smaller but had a similar launch system. But to go this high and this fast at 420 feet and over 100 miles per hour, that was definitely a first in the industry. And of course, Cedar Point went through literally decades of having first, so it was it was important for people for a, a lot of reasons. That right there, that's the voice of Jeff Putz. He's the editor of PointBuzz.com, a website for Cedar Point enthusiasts. As exciting as Top Thrill Dragster was, welcoming 18 million riders since it opened, it had plenty of problems, too. In fact, it's been closed since August of 2021. That's when a metal piece flew off the ride and hit a Michigan woman in the head, leaving her with brain damage. Part of the reason for Top Thrill's struggles, according to Robert Niles, he's the editor of ThemeParkInsider.com, was outdated technology. With Top Thrill Dragster, the company that built it, a company called Intamin, which has built tons of roller coasters all around the world, you know, many of which have excellent reputations and records, they kind of went down a path that yeah, isn't really the way the rest of the industry went with launches. This is a hydraulic launch. Most of the launch coasters you see these days are, you know, like magnetic launch coasters. They went with a technology that gave them really great speed, really great acceleration, but didn't give them the reliability that newer technology has developed in the industry. So I think there's kind of a move away from the hydraulic launch coasters to these, you know, linear magnetic launch coasters that we're seeing more and more in the industry. Again, that's getting a little bit technical, but basically there's just a different way of launching coasters that the industry has now come around to. On Tuesday, Cedar Point said that the top thrill dragster would permanently close, ending a 19-year run. 
if you talk about the number of people that have ridden it, the number of incidents that have happened, to me, the yeah. ratio is low, but not enough, I guess, because it's closed now. So, I mean, what was yeah. its journey over the last 20 years? The trouble with record-setting roller coasters is, I mean, these are really complicated pieces of machinery. And if you're building a record setter, something that is the tallest, the fastest, the whateverest, you're pushing the boundaries of what these machines can do. Top Roll Dragster has always been a little bit finicky throughout its history. It's had a little bit more downtime than some other coasters. It costs a lot of money to maintain and to operate. So even though it provides that thrilling launch and one-of-a-kind experience, it's come at a lot of cost to the company and recently cost in terms of injuries to a visitor with the incident in 2021. Remember all that talk about record setting with Top Thrill? It was not just limited to that ride. At one time, Cedar Point also had the most roller coasters of any one park in the world. But that race, the race for superlatives, is over, according to Cedar Point superfan Jeff Putz. In the 90s and the early aughts, the having first and, and superlatives with associated with your rides was a really big deal. I think the turning point was visibly the year that they built Maverick because it was not larger or faster. It was just different. And so I think since then, they've really put an emphasis on looking for rides that are different instead of rides that are superlative or bigger than whatever. Now, a lot of enthusiasts and a lot of fans will say, yeah, but, you know, there was a race with, you know, another park or something. But the truth is, is these parks are regional. They operate in local markets like Cleveland and Detroit and Columbus. And so what somebody is doing on the other side of the country doesn't really matter for the purpose of what they're doing at their own park. Unsurprisingly, Robert agrees with Jeff when it comes to the race to have the most, have the tallest, have the fastest. But that does not mean places like Cedar Point aren't still chasing one thing, the best overall experience. This is something that we've been seeing in the industry for at least about the last decade, which is the obsession with setting records in terms of height, speed, length, that sort of thing has really calmed down. Right now, it's more about creating the entire package of an experience, creating the unique thrills. So sure, parks will promote that this is the, the tallest or the steepest of this particular model of a roller coaster, but really what they're trying to do is deliver an experience rather than a superlative. So I think that's going to continue, and this is just part of the evolution of that trend, that whatever the new replacement for Top Thrill Dragster is, it's really going to be all about the intensity of the launch experience, whatever it is, as opposed to the superlatives of whatever the specific stats are. We'll just have to see what they come up with and how fans react to it. For what it's worth, after the Top Thrill accident last summer, the state of Ohio says the ride was not unsafe when the incident happened and that Cedar Point did not act illegally. But was the ride safe? I asked Robert. Looking within the context of the entire industry, it was not a perfectly safe coaster, but it was a relatively safe coaster. If you look at the number of incidents that it had, no one was killed on this. You know, this was not a coaster that was as troubled as some that we've seen in the industry that didn't last as long as this one did. You know, millions of people went on it without any incident whatsoever. So, you know, in terms of was this a safe roller coaster for the vast majority of people who rode it? Yes. Was it safe enough to reach the high standards that Cedar Point has for its coasters? Well, that's debatable. Was it efficient enough? Clearly it isn't because they've closed it.
Despite the shortcomings owned by the top thrill dragster, the reaction on social media was not mixed at all. People were, they were upset. They love the speed. They love the thrill. But at the same time, you know, that woman that got hit in the head with that metal piece last year probably wasn't too thrilled. So how are people going to remember this ride? I think they'll remember it in two ways. In one way, they'll remember, gosh, you remember when it was closed half of the first season? And then, you know, intermittently has had problems and obviously this accident. And there was the previous thing where they had one of the cables separated and created some little pieces of metal that flew into people and whatnot. So there's all of that side of it. But then there's the flip side of it is, especially that first time you got on it and did that launch. I mean, there's truly nothing like that. It's an insane experience that you really can't get anywhere. And people will always remember that. So I think, you know, as time goes by, there will be, I think, a lot of nostalgia for it. Earlier this year, the Cedar Point folks were optimistic that Top Thrill would reopen. Now the talk is about bringing another ride to that space. I asked Robert what that might look like. I think they're going to come back with some form of the attraction. There's going to be some modifications. I would not be surprised if they build a new launch system on it, maybe modify the track to support that new launch system. Because this is a popular ride. People love that high-speed launch, but they need something that's just simply going to be more reliable and cost-effective for them that isn't going to put their guests at any real risk. I think a different launch mechanism using more modern launch technology might be the key to get them there. Do they change the way the coaster looks? I mean, do you bring out like welding gear and start cutting it apart? What does that look like? Who knows what it looks like at this point? I mean, we've got a fairly recent example at Cedar Point with what they did with the Steel Vengeance roller coaster where they went in, they took an old wooden coaster, they brought in a company to put a new modern steel track on top of that and radically kind of changed the profile of that coaster to create a completely different experience. But the guts of the old wooden coaster are still there. Robert talked about them keeping the propulsion launch, but making it safer. That is music to Jeff's ears. This is a place that you love. You're into this. What do you want to see done with that spot? You know, I have become very fond of these launched rides. I think what's different is, is that in order to do it right, you know, we've seen that it doesn't have to be of extreme height. I think anybody who loves Dragster probably loves Maverick as well which is, you know, not even 100 feet tall, but it's an amazing ride. It has a couple of great launches to it. So you've got all that space there, and if you wanted to kind of reuse it in some way to do some kind of launched ride, that would make sense, I think. If anything, though, what we might expect is to see that power go away, and then they'll use that uh, space for something similar if they still want to do a launched ride. I would love to see something launched again, though. I, I really do enjoy the launched rides and can never really get enough of those. I asked both men what they thought the long-term impact of the closure of the ride might have on Cedar Point, and they both said it will be negligible. So the good news is twofold. Cedar Point will still be a blast, and now you have one more thing to feel nostalgic about. The Top Thrill Dragster. Thank you to both Robert Niles and Jeff Putz for taking us on this roller coaster ride today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J, we want to hear them. Drop us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is the Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.